Good morning, everybody. Happy Tuesday to you. My name is Tim Harris. It's 10 o'clock. Uh, it's time for Tim with Tim. You good? Are you doing well? Uh, I hope you've read ahead. We're going verse by verse through the Word of God together. We are right now spending some time in the Psalms. And for today, two Psalms, Psalm 56 and Psalm 57. Did you read them? Uh, I like these Psalms. I really do. I, I, I like these. Let's start with Psalm 56. Psalm 56 has a couple of my favorite verses. I think one of the first Bible verses I memorized as a kid was from Psalm 56. I didn't know that at the time. I just remember memorizing the verse uh, from the King James, oh, what time I am afraid, I will trust in thee. What time I am afraid, I will trust in thee. And I believe that's probably chapter three, but when I'm afraid, I will put my trust in you. That's New Living Translation. What time I'm afraid, I will trust in thee. Uh, wow, you know, that's a verse for my life, uh, a verse for your life too. Uh, when I am afraid, I will trust. Uh, I, I love that. And then I love verse eight in chapter 56, which says, you keep track of all my sorrows. You have collected all my tears in your bottle. I just love that, that he knows every time a tear falls, that my tears are precious to him, your tears too. Uh, and that uh, as a way of talking about how precious our tears are to God, uh, it's as if he saves each one in a bottle, not a tear falls from your face that God doesn't acknowledge and catch that tear. You know, I love that. But Psalm 56 is important to me more as an adult in other ways because of the, um, uh, in, in my life, I am sort of a people pleaser and, 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 and people's approval becomes my idol of choice. I'm just being honest with you all. Uh, it hasn't always been conscious with me. I, I just thought I you know, was a person who liked to make people happy. I like to please people. I'm a servant like Jesus is a servant. I'm a pastor. Um, and for a long time, I didn't realize how much um, the approval of people, uh, people control me, that fear of somehow not being um, appreciated uh, or liked by people. And so Psalm 56 became, has become very important to me in, in helping me get past that addiction to approval of people. It's that verse that he repeats several times. What can mere mortals do to me? What can man do to me? So the King James says, I think it's at least twice, verse 11, verse four, what can man do to me? What can mere mortals do? Well, you know, uh, there's a part of me that says the same thing. What can people do? And then there's another part of me that says, well, a lot. <laughs> I mean, they can do a lot, actually. You want to be honest? They can kill you. That's probably not what I'm afraid of, but they can kill you. They can, uh, gosh, they can uh, fire you. They can divorce you. They can make fun of you. They can humiliate you. They can withhold their affection, their attention. You know, they can gossip, they can slander, I mean, they can steal. I mean, I mean, the list goes on and on and on. I mean, all the Ten Commandments, they can lie, <laughs> you know? Honestly, the psalmist says, what can man do? But, you know, a lot. I mean, they can do a lot. And, and, and that's kind of the point. They can do a lot. Uh, and so that fear of people is real. And it's real for the psalmist. So when he says, what can, you know, mere mortals do, uh, that's a perspective of sort of mature faith. I mean, uh, you come to that conclusion once you realize, you know, a, a number of other things. But, but that fear uh, of, of, of people, understand, it's, I think it's often compounded by uh, sometimes your past experience with people. If you have been hurt, if you've been betrayed, uh, if you've been uh, in any other way, um, you know, 
wounded by people, then you sort of go into life now uh, gun-shy and guarded and afraid to trust, you, you know? Um, for me, it was really none of those things. Just somewhere along the way, I, I guess I, I, I inherited from my parents and from the church this idea that I'm supposed to be a nice guy. And, and so with that, uh, I, I guess my my measure of am I nice enough was do people appreciate me? Do people like me? You know? And so, you know, I, I end up literally just, you know, so zoned in on people and, and, and my, my obligation to gain their approval, their appreciation, uh, that again, it really tied me up in knots for, for a, a long, long time. So understand this, this inappropriate fear of people is, is, I mean, let's be honest, probably sometimes you ought to be afraid. Yeah, I mean, you know, like walking in a you know, dark alley at night, I mean, whatever. Or when there's a person that's, that's proven that they will harm you uh, and, and you have to draw boundaries. I mean, there is sometimes a real reason that we should be cautious and, and wise around people, especially observant of our boundaries. But, but this is what we're talking about. This fear of people that, I, that I'm referring to here, and I think that Psalm 56 gets to, is more an, an exaggerated, uh, an anxious exaggeration of, of, of experience. In other words, it's, it's you know, I'm, I'm, I'm giving them more power over me than they actually have. It, you know, it's an anxious exaggeration of the threat that comes with, with what ordinary people can do to me today. Uh, it's a fear that's not triggered by my faith or by actual reality. You, you know, it's, it's, it, it goes beyond that. And it's a fear that kind of rules my life. And so that's why, you know, Psalm 56 reminds me uh, to just trust God. Uh, number one, God has already accepted me. And, and so that's why I can say, well, what can people do? You know, if God has already loved me with an everlasting love, then I am completed by his love, his approval, his acceptance of me. So I don't need to receive that from other people. You see, if you need people like that, then it's really hard to love them. And, and sometimes when we say, man, I love people, that's the, the codependency that, that sometimes afflicts us is when we think that we love people, but actually we just need them a lot. And it's very difficult, if not impossible, truly to love somebody that you need so deeply and desperately. I need to have all of my emotional and, and relational needs satisfied in the Lord so that when I approach people, when I go out into the world, I don't approach them from a position of, of fear and weakness and need. I can approach them from a perspective of a full cup, a full heart. I can now love people knowing that all of my needs are satisfied in the Lord. I don't need your approval although I will do everything I can to love you with the love that comes from Christ, you know? And so verse 56 is just, for me, it's been an amazing chapter just to set me free from that uh, addiction to people and the addiction to their approval. Uh, so again, uh, gosh, I, I, I just love it. I trust in God. Why should I be afraid? What can people do to me? Uh, so good. Uh, chapter 57, I love this one. I'm not going to have enough time to really go into it, but 57. It says it's uh, it's the Psalm of David that he wrote in the cave when he was running from Saul. You remember that story you read together? First Samuel chapter 24, chapter 23, right in there. That's the story where David is hiding in the cave from, and he's 
running for his life, hiding for his life from Saul in the, in the dark cave. And then that's the story where Saul comes in there, you know, to, to, to do a number two. And, uh, and David ends up, you know, cutting the, you know, waistband off his, off his blue jeans <laughs> and, uh, and humiliating Saul. Uh, so that's the story, right? But this is the song that David sings in that cave before he sees the amazing and hilarious way that God's going to deliver him. And, and I love it. This is the song that David sings in the cave. Uh, again, that story has a hilarious happy ending, but, but David doesn't see that yet. And that's what makes this song absolutely so beautiful. Uh, have mercy on me, God. Have mercy. I look to you for protection. I will hide beneath the shadow of your wings. I just love that. Be exalted, O God, above the heavens and let your glory shine over all the earth. Uh, beautiful verses in this chapter. Um, I love verse 2. I cry out to God most high, to God who will fulfill his purpose for me. Again, this is a song David's singing in the cave. Have you ever been in the cave? I just mean, uh, again, uh, a place of darkness, a place of pain, a place of fear, a place of hiding. And this is where David is. And even in this place of pain, notice how David can say, God, you've got a purpose for me. I love that. Uh, when you're suffering, when you're in a trial, uh, that fear, that uncertainty, that pain can take over your life. And I think it's beautiful here that David is able to remind himself that God has a purpose for me, but this pain is not his purpose, you know? This pain is something that I have to suffer temporarily. This, this cave is a moment in my life. This moment of darkness will pass. God has a greater purpose for me, and it is not, uh, it is not the darkness. It is not the pain, you know? I just think that's important to remind yourself because sometimes when the pain settles in, you believe, oh my goodness, this is my life now. No, no, no. Your life is in God's hands. Your life is his purpose. And again, this pain is not his purpose. I think that's good. Psalm 57, David manages in the darkness and fear of the cave to keep some things straight. He knows he has an enemy. He is opposed in his life, but God is his helper. The problem is often when we suffer or we come into a time of trial, we blame God. Like, God, why are you doing this to me? As if God were our enemy. God is not your enemy. You do have an enemy. His name is the devil. Get mad at him, you know. God is your helper. And you cry out to God. God is the one whose mercy, whose power, whose wisdom, whose strength is going to rescue your sorry behind. So don't you turn on God now. Don't you relate to God as if he's the enemy. David has an enemy, and he never forgets who his enemy is. And for that reason, he always knows where his help comes from. Don't confuse those two. It will only make the darkness deeper. Your help comes from the Lord, and I love that. For that matter, this cave is not, you know, your refuge. God is your refuge. This cave is a temporary place of hiding, and God may provide that, but your true refuge is found in the Lord. My heart is confident in you, O God. My heart is confident. No wonder I can sing your praises. I, I love that. Uh, so Psalm 57 is a psalm for when you're in a cave. So what do you do when you're in a cave? Most of us sit there and go, how long am I going to be in this cave? You know, how long, how long, how long? I don't know how long you're going to be in this cave. I don't know how long it's going to be dark for you. I don't know how long you will wait. Uh, all I know is you're in the cave and God is with you, so you might as well sing because <laughs> that's what David does. Uh, uh, my enemies have set a trap for me, but they're going to fall into it themselves. Isn't that funny? Because at this moment, David has no idea how God's going to deliver him. And what's going to happen is 
Solomon's going to back up in that cave, you know, and uh, with his big old white behind, and David is going to have a moment of his life, a story he will tell forever and ever and ever, and a story I will enjoy forever as well. Uh, so there you go. God is able to deliver you, and God is able to deliver you in a way you never saw coming, and God is able to deliver you in a way that you're like, okay, now that's funny. I don't care who you are. Again, that story in 1 Samuel chapter 24, it's funny. I don't care who you are. But in this moment, David does, doesn't understand how uh, he and the Lord are about to have the last laugh. Uh, anyway, you're in the cave today, place of pain, a place of darkness. God is with you. God will help you. God will show you his mercy. This hard time won't last forever, so uh, you might as well sing. How's that? Tomorrow, chapters 58 and 59, Psalm 58 and Psalm 59. Man, I love those psalms today, y'all. I feel good. I pray that you uh, have the same trust and praise in the Lord today, so sing. Uh, I will see you in the morning, Lord willing, 10 o'clock for Tim with Tim. I love all of you. I love you so much. Stay in the Word, and I'll see you in the morning.